data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. So we are nearly six months, well, depending when you listen to this, into 2021. So this podcast is my top three trends that are coming out of 2021 in marketing. There are some clear trends that have developed over COVID and they are now here to stay. With more people on their phones than ever before, with that being even more of a social crutch to the outside world, it's no wonder that us as marketers need to adjust our strategies accordingly. And it's not just because of COVID, those clever people over in Silicon Valley making new apps such as Clubhouse and better algorithms every single day give us the tools to be able to do even more personalised, content-driven and relevant marketing. So what would I focus on for the rest of 2021 if I could only pick a few things? So I'm going to take you through my three things with some tips and I was going to say tips and tricks. Ugh, I hate that. <laughs> some tips to help go along. So the first one is over in the Instagram world and this is Reels. Reels have actually not even been around for a year and they are the newest function for Instagram. Initially, when they first came out, you could only do a 15 second video. Now you can do up to 30 seconds with audio effects and they have even new creative tools. I still don't think it's as good as in-edit app as TikTok, but it is certainly the second best one. You can share your reels with your followers on your feed and if you have a public account, you can make them available to the wider Instagram community through a space called Explore. And Explore is really where that you can get the biggest traction here because you are putting your content on a global stage. The reason why I would focus on it so much is TikTok is becoming more and more popular, especially from the 2020 boom. And it's not just Gen Zs now that are on TikTok. Millennials are the second biggest generation that are really getting some big traction on TikTok. So because of this, Instagram or the owners of Instagram, Facebook are really standing up and listening to that. And so because of it, they really want to push reels as much as possible. With organic reach in general going down every single day, everybody's frustrated with the barely any reach that feed posts get and stories get. Reels is a good tactic that if you spend a little bit more time creating the content, you will get a bigger reach and eyes on it. But a few words of warnings here. The reels have to be 15 seconds or 30 seconds. You can't upload, say, a 12 second reel, which is frustrating if you've already made the content and you just want to put it on reels. You have to sort of make it for those times or edit it so it's 15 seconds or 30 seconds. And as TikToker reels are really so similar. If you have a TikTok account, you may just want to cross-platform and reshare it on reels, and which you can do because it is sort of the same content purpose but be super super careful here 
don't use a TikTok watermarked video on Instagram because Instagram picks up on those watermarks and doesn't give it the reach because at the end of the day, you are then giving TikTok free advertising on Instagram, which would not make sense for Instagram to push it and they do know that. So make sure that you make them separate. The sole aim for reels though, and please keep this in mind when you're getting eyeballs on, is to keep people scrolling and to not go off somewhere else as into your website. So that is why it's a really, really good way to get brand awareness out, but you have to be willing to keep doing this, serving people really good rememberable content. If it's a sale that you're after, don't go down this route as you will get frustrated really, really quickly. You should definitely use this for awareness, brand building and trust. And you will get a lot higher number of views on your content, which is really, really good when you see those frustrating numbers on your feed post. Another little thing about reels though is that you cannot boost them. You could turn it technically into a paid ad if you were going through business manager, but then the sizing would be wrong. So you can sort of do it, but yeah, you just need to bear that in mind. Content wise, so if you're stuck for content, my biggest tip and probably the easiest way just to get things done is to click the explore page and go and look at what's out there already. And ones that you watch, the algorithm will quickly serve you more and more. So bear that in mind if you're looking at reels for you or your business. Start searching them and then you will see more and more content like that. You'll also see content that's just generally trending and you can ask yourself, does this make sense to do it in my industry? Could I do something similar? It won't always be the case, so don't try and jump on a trend if it's nothing to do with your industry because it will just fall flat, but it could be a really good way to search for content ideas. Similarly, there is other ways that you can do this, which is more traditional, just general keyword research. A good place that I like to go really quickly to look at things like this is called answerthepublic.com, which is just a really simple way of looking, typing in your keywords and then it tells you what people are searching for and asking for. So it is a really quick, easy way to go and get some keyword ideas if you don't wanna be going into SEM Rush or if you don't wanna be going into Google Ads. So it's just a, it is a, just a quick way to just get some content ideas. Audio options, so I really like on this one that you can do either music, your own voice as you're recording the reel, or you can do a voiceover. And voiceovers are something that is newish to reels, but it's been really, really popular on TikTok. And I think that it sounds really good and it's sort of really nice way to tell the story. So there's definitely different options that you can do there. So play around with them and see which ones work for you. And finally, just the last thing that I'm gonna say on this is remix marketing is huge for 2021. It's called a duet on TikTok and it's where you split screen with another TikTok or reel that you found and then you add your perspective or you collaborate with it. But make sure, as I've said about looking for trending, make sure that if you are doing remix marketing, make sure it's relevant in some way to your niche product service or audience. And I say that because it's not about the sell here, it's about your audience and serving them. It needs to be front of mind regardless of your call to action. So if they might like it, if they might engage with it, then that's great. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna get the sale from it, but you are entering more into that like, trust and know factor that we need for marketing for ongoing. So that's the first one. Reels, go and give it a try and you will be 
amazed at how quickly you can get some eyeballs on your stuff. I would do a test of different ones. So I would do ones that you're in, if you are your brand, I would do product ones. I would do a whole host of different ones, to be honest. Like I really like for doing this like behind the scenes content. If you are a product-based business, say you're doing a little photo shoot at home, do a reel on how you created it. It's interesting to people. Things that you think in your business that are just day in, day out and are really boring because you see them all the time. People don't see that. So it's reels is a really good way if you are a florist go and show planting your flowers and giving little tutorials on what's what there's so many different things that you can get and it's really hard to give examples here because i'm trying to think really broad i'm trying to think of service-based business product-based businesses but things that you would have typically shared to stories in the past give it a go on reels add some music add a voiceover and just experiment 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 So I'm done with reels. So let's go on to the second trend that I see is even bigger in 2021 than it was before. And this is user-generated content. Marketers like the rest of the world have pretty much been working from home for the past year, meaning our usual content options of location shoots, studios have gone and we've had to be a lot more creative with how we make our content. Plus, Couple that with a lot new entrepreneurs bringing out businesses since COVID and the fact that millennials and Gen Z especially really, really value word of mouth marketing. Also couple that with the fact that adverts are everywhere now. We're not just above the line marketing, we're uh, digital marketing, we are everywhere marketing. And that is simply because the majority of channels, the majority of their income comes from adverts. So that is why once a new social platform is born, it's only a matter of time before adverts are offered there. But because of this, consumers are seeing adverts every single place that they are looking. So they are consuming adverts all of the time, day in, day out, which means that adverts really fall as part of background noise. And as soon as something is remotely adverty in any way at all, people switch off instantly. So our role as marketers is to try and find something that is not adverty at all that's definitely not a word but that's the way I would describe it it will resonate it will connect with who we want it to connect with and it will get people to do an action eventually and for me one excellent way to do this is through authentic user generated content so that is where it's not necessarily an influencer it's just somebody of the public who has got your product and loves it and is shouting about it I think that this is unbelievably used on TikTok. That is how things and products have gone viral. Little Moons for an example of this. It was just everyday people going in and making TikToks about their products. People in general are much more creative because they are doing something that they're not thinking, oh, it needs to be an advert. And you know, we have a lot of stress as marketers to be like, we need to do X, Y, and Z. It needs to do this. And actually some really great content and some of the best content I've ever seen is just simply a person being authentic and it really resonates because that authenticity shines through. Obviously, not everything that people do will go viral. It's only a really, really small percentage. But you as the brand should be looking, obviously through social listening, seeing when your brand is mentioned, looking at all of the content that comes through, and then seeing what you can use 
And my biggest tip here is when you have something that's really, really good user-generated content that's been made from somebody from the public, go and ask their permission and then use this in other areas of your marketing. It could be in Facebook ads, in LinkedIn, in even in a digital advert on TV or anywhere that is digital where you can add videos or something that is going to capture people's attention instead of spending thousands and thousands on a really polished piece of production actually the more resonating user-generated content that you can get and cross-pollinate across different platforms will be so so much better for you because it has that authenticity and that is what we want to really really help build that trust this tactic is much more in the consideration phase it's really getting people to like and know and trust your brand and get that emotive connection that we need plus if you pick user generated content that is made by somebody that's in your target audience themselves it is much easier for other people that you want to resonate to resonate with them because they can see themselves in that person that is using it And this is why influencer marketing works so well, because if you get an influencer that's authentic and really puts a recommendation on it, that's how it can really, really help brands. But I don't, I definitely think in 2021, especially from the growth of everybody being at home so long, people having just more time to create the content everybody's lives have slowed down and because of that a really amazing byproduct has been that people have had time to create really great content so us as brands should use it capitalize it and it will help so much more it helps both sides and I definitely definitely think that this is something that we should use more If you do have the luxury of getting social listening platforms where you can look at all of these things, that's great. If you are a one-man band and you can't pay for any of these amazing tools, then there is other things that you can do. You can follow hashtags on Instagram so it will come up on your feed. You can follow them on different platforms. You can simply search your search bar. So there's different ways around this that you can do it. Of course, if you get a tag in your brand, then you will be able to see them. So just spend a bit of time looking over this and seeing them. If you're not getting any user-generated content, I would suggest sending out some products to people or services, whatever it is, giving people free trials of it so they can give their authentic feedback. And one thing here that I think is a really, really good motto for this is when you, if you are giving people product just to try and see what they think, you need to make it abundantly clear. We want your real opinions. So if something's bad, say it's bad. We don't want people to be, oh, have this product, but you have to give us a really good review. No, that's not at all going to help in the long term. And it's really see-through. So you need to be able to have a bit of thick skin and be okay with people saying that something's rubbish because then when they think it's good, then it really, really helps. Also, do not give them a script or anything to say, these are some keywords to use in your review. No, we don't want that. We want it to be there real 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 authentic view so whilst you might have to give this a little push as in give somebody the product to be able to get some of this user-generated content it really really makes a difference and if you're just starting out if you're making a few sales I would then ask give people an extra incentive to be able to give of you so give them a big percentage off their next order or give them something for free or 
give them a reason why they should be reviewing. And although you can ask really nicely, if you give people something really, really small back in return, they are much likely to do this. This is so important when you're just starting out because it can really help the snowball effect of word of mouth marketing take off even more. So whilst user-generated content isn't completely new at all, the lovely natural thing that has come out of people staying home more is that as I said people have been having more time to create content which is helping us as marketers and therefore us as marketers should use it and be use it in the best way possible which is as I said going over different platforms to use it and the best thing here is that it really helps us not put classic adverts out that don't resonate with anybody so it really helps to cut through the noise of adverts day in, day out. And it's something that is really personal to us as a brand and nobody else can use. Okay, I'm done with user-generated content now. We are coming in to the final thing of 2021. The final one that I wanna touch upon, and it is from a report from Hootsuite, which is about the four Cs that have come out of COVID. Now, the four C's that they say have come out of COVID is community, contactless, cleanliness, and compassion. And 78% of people say that brands should help them out in their daily lives. One thing that I have found that has really, really come out of spending more time on socials and scrolling through your phone and particularly on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok is something that I really think is a great, great way if you are looking at how you can do different things in the consideration phase of marketing that's not providing a PDF, that's not doing a webinar, that's not a cheat sheet, that is something that is a bit more in 2021 that can help with the new place that we are in terms of people spending more time on their phones. And I know that the world is opening up again and in the UK we're getting vaccines and hopefully all my fingers across that by June the 21st, the world will open up again. However, those trends that have happened in marketing that I believe are here to stay, and two of those four Cs of COVID, community and compassion, are two things that I think are really, really important to good marketing campaigns. If you think back to any marketing, any adverts, anything that you can think of that is a good example of marketing, I think it will either be funny or it will have an emotive reaction, which is compassion. Me, I prefer the compassion ads. I really like that. And I really like the sense of community. And if you strip that back, community in terms of, from a marketing perspective, is really your target audience and how you can resonate with them. Now, I have found that a really nice way to talk to your community in bite-sized ways, especially if you are doing something that is a service or it's something that you want to get people and you want to advertise, but you don't want to do it in a classic way. And this could be anything. It could be an estate. I've seen this from an estate agent. I've seen this from digital marketing courses. I've seen it in people that are selling a product. I'm really giving really bad examples here, but it can be across product or service-based business is what I'm saying. 
This is something that's called edutainment and essentially it is bite-sized storytelling and I think that it is such a great new way of lead generation tactics but you wouldn't necessarily know. So bite-sized storytelling, you're still giving value to your community which is your target audience by giving them entry into your world, but giving them value. So you're not asking them for an action to download a PDF, to watch a webinar, to do something that will take a lot of time to listen to a podcast. It's something that is more of an entry level way into your world. So it's more of a brand awareness tactic, but it's coupled with lead generation. So if sort of in that blurred line area between brand awareness tactic and consideration, And it's a really, really nice way to enter people into your world to tell them something that will be beneficial for them. Now, with bite-sized storytelling, I think that you need a few things here. You need to, one, be really, really certain before you do it of what niche you're talking about. So if you are selling a digital marketing course, for example, that is what you're going to be talking about. You're obviously not going to talk about the course itself. You're going to be talking more about digital marketing tactics daily. So it could be one piece of advice a day or one piece of news a day or one thing that is wrong a day. Or it could be if you are a mortgage advisor and you want more clients, it could be things that people don't know or things that people get wrong or or answering questions or giving that piece of education every day that people can go and watch. Now, the good thing about this is you can literally record it on your iPhone. You don't need a big production value shoot to this. And also it is something that you can do just by yourself. You absolutely need to be consistent here doing these day in, day out. That is my second piece of advice. And you need to have a purpose at the end of it of what you are going to be doing. So you could have a link in your bio, whether you're doing this on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram, you need to have that link that people that have consumed enough of your content and want that next step, whether it's to watch that webinar, whether it's to download your course, whether it's to purchase something from you, where they have the option to go and do that once they've consumed enough of your content to be able to think that they are happy to do this. And there's much more tactics that you can do after that. So you can be retargeting people that have landed on your website, for example. But we're not talking about that today. What I'm saying is because one of the big things that has come out of COVID is that community and because we have so much more in our fingertips in terms of platforms that we can use in what way and because people like authentic content we can really really use that to our advantage in this new little element that's come out edutainment make it bite-sized storytelling 15 seconds 30 seconds one minute as a maximum daily tip daily help and that positions you as the expert in that field and therefore even if people aren't willing to make an action when they first see your video the more consistent you are the more you show up the more you put yourself in that position when they are ready then you will become top of mind and there are some really really great people on tiktok that do this amazingly and the more videos that you watch like that the more that the algorithm will change to serve you those Of course, on YouTube, there can be slightly longer form of content if you don't like the real, real bite size. But my advice, if you're starting for this, is on TikTok or Reels, on Instagram or on Pinterest, if you're doing more of a product-based business. 
I would steer away from Facebook completely with this tactic. There's no point doing it there. And Google is not set up for this stage. So I would definitely, definitely go with TikTok or YouTube would be my second choice. It depends again if you're in that longer form. But if you're gonna go on TikTok, if that's the platform that you choose, which I would recommend as an as easiest entry level way to do it, just make sure that your audience is there. So if you are your product is aimed at people 45 and over, I wouldn't use TikTok, it's not for you. If you are looking at Gen Z's or millennials, this would definitely be where I would start to do this. Plus, if you're a bit worried about starting, what I love about TikTok is your friends and family aren't going to be the ones that see it. It is more about everybody else in the world. So if you are a bit nervous to start this on your Instagram, say, I would go over to TikTok, start a whole new profile, and then it's up to the public and they will be able to see it there. So there you have it. They are my three trends that I think you should concentrate on if you only have a limited amount of resource or time for 2021. They would be where I think that you should spend the most effort, where you will see the most return on investment generally. And remember, don't get frustrated. Marketing is all about that long-term brand building goals. It's not necessarily about short-term sales. So if you're getting frustrated, just really keep that front of mind and make sure that you've got all areas covered from brand awareness, consideration to conversion so that you're, you're constantly getting new audience into that top of funnel to be able to convert them when they are ready to purchase. It can be frustrating, but just keep going with it implement these things I've spoken about today and see where you are in a month from now. Good luck, you'll smash it. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.